0: This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 157. Tonight, I would like to read an excerpt from one of my favorite books Winning, The Unforgiving Race to Greatness by Tim Grover. Chapter 1 Winning wages war on the battlefield in your mind. I don't know a better way to say this, so if it offends you, well, that's on you. Winning fucks with your mind. It just does. There's nothing else that can whip you around faster and harder. You're just getting started and instantly it's over. You're feeling calm and cool and suddenly you're burning up. You're face to face with triumph when you feel it slap you from behind. You're completely in charge until you realize someone else is controlling everything. You finally get your arms around winning and it leaves you on the floor grasping for breath. You give everything you have for one glorious victory. And discover it isn't ever going to be enough. Like I said, winning fucks with your mind. And there's no way you can't be affected by it. That's true for the greatest champions in history. And it's equally true for anyone who has ever craved victory and achieved it. One minute, they're exploding with joy at the moment of triumph. And a day later, they're facing the reality that to keep that feeling, they have to do it all over again. And this time, it will be twice as hard. Winning is a war, and it's fought on the battlefield in your mind. On this battlefield, there's no rest. No, no, your mind never stops. You have no peace. I don't care if you're living in a 12-bedroom mansion or you're on a friend's couch in the garage. When you're in the race to win, you spend every night sleeping with the enemy. And that enemy is you. The one person who knows all your weaknesses and fears, knows everything you crave and dread, and never stops using them against you. Winning fills your head with a minefield of ideas and warnings and questions and detonates them all at once. Your thoughts keep fighting even when you're asleep, preparing for the threat of imagined battles that that haven't even happened yet. They might happen, they might not. You go to bed tired and wake up tired because there is a raging onslaught of chaos in your head. And there's no nap that can erase that. The minute you wake up, you're fighting again. Your mind is so overrun with conflict that you can't even remember going to sleep. All day, every day, your mental battlefield is attacked by blasts of adrenaline and anger and fear and anxiety and other explosives too. Stress insecurity, doubt, envy. Sometimes it's a stranger who puts them there. Sometimes it's someone close to you. Sometimes it's you. Most of the time it's you. If you look closely, you can read the labels on the bombs. They say you can't win. Terrible idea. Everyone's laughing at you. You look ridiculous. This is gonna cost too much. Fuck those people. Not all of those minds are cruelly harsh. They can also be dangerously kind. They could say, you should take the day off. You work too hard. You're better than the others. They have no chance. You've always won, relax, enjoy. Don't take everything so seriously. Winners can detect those bombs and defuse them before they ever get too much damage. Losers brace for impact and wonder how to clean up the mess. You know all about those explosives and you know exactly what's going to set them off. But by the time you're ready to deal with them, you're tired, distracted, confused. You're trying to find peace a calm, serene place to think, and instead you find yourself in a wild mental war zone with smoke and explosions and all kinds of screaming, probably yours. And just as you're about to diffuse this one ticking time bomb, you feel another blast detonating, and it's five times more explosive. One minute, you're managing sparklers, and the next thing you know, a grenade just went off over there. You're fighting fires everywhere, and as soon as you extinguish one, another bursts into flames. Everyone wants to set the world on fire, but you also have to control how it burns. Winning loves the battle. The battle is, how much can you take? How far can I push you? Are you having fun yet? I don't care how much skill and talent you have, what plans you've dreamed of, what promises you've made. If you can't dominate this battlefield, you cannot win. This is your space, your territory. It's yours to dominate or someone else will. Are you able to extract those explosives from the minefield? Do you have the mental strength and agility? Are you aware of the distractions, the insecurities and false beliefs planted in your mind? This is what enables great winners to separate from everyone else. They have losses They have failures. They face criticism and commentary of all kinds of obstacles, but they consistently possess the stark ability to win those mental battles and shut them down and move on to the next fight. Your mental battlefield is the command center of every decision you make. If you decide something is a problem, then it's going to be a problem. When you wake up in the middle of the night worrying about money, you can either figure out a way to handle your finances, or you can lay in the dark worrying about how you'll never dig out. Before a big game or an important meeting, you can think of all the ways you could screw up or... You can mentally walk through the details you'll need to make it all work. When you make a mistake, when you experience failure, you can step on the mine that explodes the loser bomb, or you can navigate yourself to a better place where you have the clarity to plan your next move. Trust me, I'm not going to talk to you about the BS of positive thinking, and visualizing. You can visualize being a winner. You can envision that moment of glory. You can think positive about how it's all going to work. It's a nice daydream, but daydreaming is as effective as calling a disconnected phone number. Wake up. None of that has happened yet. Winning doesn't visit you in your dreams. It sees you in your nightmares what are your thoughts that dance in your head in the middle of the night when it's when it's finally quiet enough for you to hear yourself think here's some of the thoughts probably did i get enough done could i have been working harder can i do this am i kidding myself am i ever gonna make it Those thoughts can trigger disaster for many who fear they're failing. They wake up every day in a panic, facing another day of anxiety and dread. They say, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm a fraud and everyone's going to see it. I'm never going to make it. I'm a mess. I can't do this. But for others, those thoughts are a blueprint for improvement Did I get this right? Can I do better? I know what to do. I need to make this happen. And they move in on those bombs, inspecting them from every angle until they can extract and diffuse them. That was Kobe Bryant. I can't rest until I make this shot that I should have made today. He'd be playing that moment over and over and over in his head, trying to figure out what happened so it didn't happen again. He'd relive the game in his mind, watching film at 4 a.m. until he could understand why he missed the shot. What was going on with the defense? What was with the ball? Did it rotate correctly? Was it wet? Was it heavy? Was my head too far back? Did I catch it right? Was my elbow correct? He'd go through every possible variable until he could answer his own questions. And so he could know with certainty that the answer in his mind would resolve the issue on the court. Everything you do starts with your thoughts. How many times have you sabotaged your own goals and ambitions because your head wasn't in the right place? You wanted to lose 10 pounds, but the pizza looked so good. You wanted to quit drinking, but what the hell, it's been a hard day. You knew you should have made that one phone call, but you weren't sure what to say. You had all your plans in place to make a major move in your life and you let someone talk you out of it. No one forced you into those choices. You just weren't prepared to win those battles. I've watched great players lose everything because they couldn't make that mental leap from wanting to win to making it happen. They started believing the hype and the bullshit and stopped believing in what got them there in the first place. This is not just about athletes, of course. It can happen to anyone in any endeavor. I see it all the time with the business leaders and the entrepreneurs I work with. One day they're on a clear trajectory towards success and then suddenly they can't win at all. What happened? They didn't suddenly forget how to execute. Something else got in the way. And it's almost always something mental. I've dealt with so many athletes and brilliant talent whose careers were completely destroyed inside their mental bomb shelters. They believed every... I can't say this word. <laughs> they believed every gratuitous... Yeah, why can't I say that word? I can never say that word, guys. They believed every gratuitous compliment about their greatness, every grandiose tribute to their excellence. From the time they were kids, they were told how special they were, which may have been true enough at the high school or college level. Unfortunately, they hadn't actually accomplished anything at the pro level, and instead of working harder to match their alleged potential, they bought into the hype and focused on building their brand instead of their results. Note, get the results and the brand will build itself. Play it the other way around and your career will be dead long before your shoe deal expires. That is how you sabotage yourself. Are you winning your own war? People find so many ways to derail their own success. Distractions, laziness, ego. Winning has a million ways to stop you. And if you don't have the resilience to fight back, mm, you'll never win.